Hello my dear church boys and welcome back to yet another episode of St. Robert's Day Game Podcast and in this podcast episode we're going to talk about taking your first day game trip or more specifically choosing if it's a better option for you to go to Latin America or Eastern Europe, two parts of the world that are very very popular for day game trips. Uh, and yeah of course this isn't just about your first day game trip but this is for guys that are starting to go on day game trips, starting to explore more interesting and wilder parts uh, in their day game journey. If you are, let's say, from New York City and you were like, well, okay, I'm I'm day game in New York City, I want to go to something more exotic than, well, this is for you. Uh, Of course, if you are from Europe, then you're more likely to go to to Eastern Europe on your first day game trip, just because it's going to be so much faster and cheaper, etc. But if you are from the US, then it's not such an easy ch- such an easy choice should you go to Eastern Europe or Latin America because again, yeah, East, like some places in Latin America are going to be a bit closer to you when it comes to flights, but you know, not always. So I think there is a place for interesting conversation to be had. And if you're new to my podcast, then I am St. Robert and for the last more or less four years, I've been coaching guys from all over the world about day game and dating and for the last uh, two and a half three years i've been living from city to city uh, searching for places with the most beautiful most interesting most intelligent as well girls and simply a few cities where i would want to live a few months each year just a quick reminder that this is a podcast this is an audio experience and there isn't much added value in the video part of this. So if you are driving your car, walking around the city or doing anything in your house, like don't bother watching the video, just listen to the audio and you'll get out uh, everything that's there to get out of this video. We're going to be talking about uh, several topics. First of all, we will cover the types of girls in these parts of the world. So what should you expect when you go there and when you know that you can kind of if, if you know that you don't like girls with big booties maybe don't don't go to latin america and stuff like that um, then we'll talk about the easiness of game because uh, there is a lot of uh, there are a lot of myths about the easiness or hardness of game in in latin america or or eastern europe so we're gonna cover that from my and my students experience we're gonna talk about language barrier, so how well people speak English in different parts of uh, Latin America and Eastern Europe. We're going to talk about prices, of course, because if you're going there for a few weeks and and you realize uh, after booking your flights that Airbnbs are more than 100 bucks a night, then probably not the best place to go to. It's a bit pricey, uh, ends ends being a bit more uh, expensive. And of course, we are going to talk about safety because that is something that people sometimes don't think about, don't talk about enough. And it is very important to consider that, especially if you're going to Latin America. And in the end, we'll summarize all of this so you can decide, should you go on a drag game trip to Eastern Europe or to Latin America? A few updates about what's been happening, uh, coaching, content, etc. I am still in Riga, Latvia, where I'm spending most of the summer uh, because I really miss this place. I'm super happy to be here. But uh, since I just finished coaching uh, the second student that I coached here a week ago, I woke up today and I realized I want to recharge my batteries. I rented a house (laughs) middle of the fucking forest in Latvia. I'm, I'm getting in a car tomorrow morning, going there. I'm gonna be probably off the grid for a few days. Um, about coaching spots, 
well, it's almost June. I do have two coaching spots left in June in Riga, Latvia, and we will talk about Riga, Latvia in this video, by the way, quite, quite a bit, because it's a very interesting city for, for day game trips. Uh, I do have one coaching spot left in July in Sweden, and then one coaching spot left in August, uh, somewhere in Europe, probably Riga, but I'm not really sure yet. So if you are interested in any of those, then click a link in the description, fill the form there, and I'll get back to you with all the extra information, dates, cities, prices, etc. In September, I'll probably go to a pretty crazy location uh, between Europe and Asia. That place is known for some of the hottest women in the world. Um, also for the part of the world where it's located. It's fairly liberal, fairly open-minded. I, I wanted to go there for a long time and I realized that um, a lot of the stuff that news say about that place is not true and that the place is actually safe enough to go there for a month. So if you are completely crazy and you want to do something way more interesting than Eastern Europe or Latin America, then you can send me an email and I'll tell you where I'm going and I'll tell you all the details about that as well. But that place has crazy, crazy hot women. Uh, I would say it has almost no day gamers. I don't think a lot of day gamers have been there. Uh, so that's going to be a fucking crazy trip. Uh, October, I am going to USA for a month, probably, to, to coach some students once the season in Europe kind of slows down. And then in November, I'm heading back to Argentina once the spring starts there. And now, uh, with all of this being said, let's start talking about where should you go on your first day game trip. And as always, I have a bunch of notes on my laptop, so I'll just go over them. Uh, let's start with types of girls and let's start start with Latin America. Um, while it is true that Latin America actually has very different types of women, but let's be honest, uh, guys that go to Colombia or Brazil on a day game trip, they're going there for the big booties, the tits and, and everything else. And honestly, um, before going to Latin America, I never understood why guys go so crazy about booties. I've never been a booties guy myself, but once I went there, you see that even a tiny, tiny petite girl who doesn't have the biggest booty, like you see that that booty is so fit, so amazing. They know how to move those booties. It is incredible. So if you are <laughs> booty curious or, or that is your thing, then, then you'll find that uh, definitely you'll find a lot of that in Latin America. Uh, in very, in, in, I would say in, in many places. If, if you go to Colombia, you'll definitely find that there, especially if you go to Medellin. Because uh, uh, girls in Medellin are different from other places in Colombia. But uh, well, if you're if you're in general talking about going on day game trips to to Colombia, for example, uh, you have to understand that not all places are equal, and girls in different places will be very very different. But I would suggest bef if if this is your first trip to let's say Colombia or or Mexico or Brazil, I would highly highly suggest you stick to the most popular day game destinations. Uh, why? Because there are reasons why those destinations are so popular and there are many expats, there are many tourists. So it's not that it's safer, but there is more information online about safety about these places. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. But yes, if you are going on a day game trip to Latin America, 
seriously, I highly suggest you stick to the most popular, most uh, typical uh, places. Uh, okay, so Latin America booties. Uh, let's talk about Eastern Europe. And uh, the stereotype is true. If you're talking about Eastern Europe, then there are kind of more petite, innocent looking girls, uh, kind of very much more feminine than, than you would find in, in many places, places in the US, much more feminine than you would find in many places in Western Europe. It is debatable if, if Latin America or Eastern Europe has more feminine girls, but for my taste for femininity, I really, really like, uh, like Eastern Europe. And if you're talking about kind of the main characteristics, then we have places like uh, like Prague uh, in Czech Republic. So let's be honest, <laughs> people go to Prague not because of Czech girls, uh, but because of all the tourists that go to Prague. So you will find, at least before the war and, and especially before COVID, you would find a lot of Russian tourists in uh, in Prague. You would find, yeah, tourists from, from Russia, some from Ukraine and many, many other countries. So... In Prague, you'll find everything, not only the Czech girls, but if you're going to Poland, let's say you're going to Warsaw or you're going to Krakow, and Poland is, Poland used to be called Seven Heaven, because <laughs> you have very nice, uh, kind of decent looking girls, and, and, and they're everywhere, there's a lot of them, but uh, if I had to tell one thing that uh, I associate Poland with when it comes to women, I would say that is tits. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, that, that, that's the most typical thing for, for, for Poland. There's a lot, lot to be said about Poland when it comes to the easiness of the game. Because it's, it's, it's not a place where, where they have like the craziest hookup culture. It's a fairly religious place, but we'll get to that. Now, let's talk about one place where people don't go on their first day game trip, but it comes on their radar once they've been to Poland and, and to Czech Republic's Hungary. Uh, Budapest, Hungary has petite, very, very petite girls with amazing tits, amazing asses that, 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 uh, whatever is that, that, that hourglass or whatever is the thing, uh, that shape called. There is a lot of that in Hungary. Uh, when it comes to hotness, I would say Hungary would be one of my favorite places in Europe, actually. I would actually place it way, way above Serbia. Uh, oh yeah, I actually haven't put Serbia on my list. So Serbia is a place where you will find, I'll say, fairly tall women, uh, very, very princessy. Like I haven't seen a place where women are more confident about their sexual market value or whatever you want to call it, about their hotness uh, than Serbia. Is it a good thing? Well, they they do look hot. They do dress very very hot. Um, at the same time, I always had a feeling they are fairly arrogant, but uh, I still think Serbia is a, is a great place to check out. But you'll really find a lot of princessy stuff uh, in in Serbia. So we have covered Czech Republic, Poland, Hungary, uh, Serbia. Let's talk about the Baltic countries: Riga, uh, Latvia, Estonia, and Lithuania. Well, you will you will find everything here. Yes, statistically. Uh, Riga has, Latvia has some of the tallest women in the world, but honestly, there is everything from short to tall. Uh, a lot of them are fairly petite, if you like that. Not a lot of tits and ass, so they're more kind of the, the petite type without crazy shapes, and, and I actually like that a lot. Um, so, the, 
I would I would say it's the place for the beautiful, petite, innocent looking girl, and I love those types of girls. Uh, okay, uh, so this is it about types of girls, and now let's talk about how easy is it to day game in these places. When it comes to easiness, we have to start with Latin America, and let's start with one of the most, I would say, most popular day game trip destination, especially for the first day game trip for guys from US, uh, Playa del Carmen, Mexico. Uh, near Tulum, which you've probably heard about, near Cancun, where a lot of Americans go on vacations. Uh, Cancun, don't like it at all, uh, just because it's just uh, all-inclusive hotels, people partying on a beach, not my scene. Tulum is super small, uh, it's divided into parts, there's the part near the beach and there's the, there's the town. Uh, if you are living in town and meet girls on a beach, which is the thing to do there, it's going to be super hard to get into town because there is a reason why they're living on a beach. So you would have to live on a beach and then again, if you're living in town, then you would have to day game in town and, and uh, there's a lot of partying going on. So I don't think it's a great place for day game just because how small it is. But then again, if you like beach game and are staying on a beach in, over, and in all crazy overpriced hotels, then Tulum is definitely a place worth visiting. And if you're going to play Del Carmen, you have to go and check out Tulum because the beaches there are just unbelievable. Uh, but as the main destination, of course, we're going to be talking about Playa del Carmen. This is uh, a place where I spent around two months, uh, not this summer, but the previous summer. Uh, I mean, winter. Uh, and well, Playa del Carmen is easy. If you can't get laid in Playa del Carmen, you won't get laid in most other places. Playa del Carmen is kind of like the, the beginner's version of day game trips. It's sort of like Prague. It's full with tourists. Uh, people are going there for, uh, as Tusk likes, li likes to say, uh, people are going there for uh, for a good time for, for what was it for a good time not for a long time or or whatever was the was the saying. So people are going there to have fun. Uh, you will you will see a lot of girls on vacations there, uh, a lot of uh, nomads and, and and just maybe even some backpackers. Uh, I think it's it's an amazing amazing place if you are taking your first day entry to Latin America. It's 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 relatively easy. It's relatively safe. Uh, so I would say yeah. Playa del Carmen, one of the easiest uh, places uh, I've ever been to and uh, relatively safe. So it's, I think it's a great destination if, you're, it's, if it's your first time leaving US and going south of the border. Now let's get uh, to Colombia. Of course, Colombia is hugely popular with day gamers. Uh, and let's talk about Medellin because Medellin is, I think, the most popular day game trip destination in... Uh, in Colombia, I've done a video about. Uh, I, I did a day game guide of Medellin where I talked, where where I showed me coaching a student in the, uh, there, and we showed very many different parts of the city where you can go on day game. And there's names of the places you should go. There's streets. There's descriptions. What type of women you'll find in all of these places. Uh, so uh, I would say Medellin isn't as easy as Playa del Carmen uh, for one simple reason. Medellin is the sugar baby capital of Latin America. And uh, from, from all the places I've been to, I found uh, Ukraine and uh, Colombia to have the most sugar babies and pros. So you just have to be careful. So many sex tourists are going there. So many guys looking for a wife are going to both of these places. 
so local girls know how to adjust, especially if you live in an environment where it's so hard to make any decent money and, and people are just earning very, very little money. The, the life is very, very hard there. If you go there and you leave, even in the most touristic places, you'll see that people are living really hard lives. And of course, they are using the opportunities of foreigners coming in, trying to date all these girls. And, and you will, if you go to Medellin and you don't end up in a situation where a girl tells you that she's a prostitute when she's already at your place, then you haven't been to Medellin. I was there for a few weeks and we were three guys in one huge, uh, huge ass apartment, like, I don't know, like four bedrooms or even more. Uh, and each one of us had had a case where a girl we pulled home turned out to be a prostitute. And, and well, you know, it's, it's Medellin. You have to take that into consideration. Uh, Medellin gets a lot easier if you speak Spanish. <laughs> but yeah, if you speak Spanish, then it gets very, much, much easier, especially if you go away from the most touristic places where all the guys are and you game in very local places that they are... You have to be more careful there. They're a bit more dangerous, but you'll see all this stuff on the day game guide I filmed about Medellin. But I would say Medellin is not as easy as Playa del Carmen. Still pretty amazing. Um, but if you decide to go to Bogota, I don't know why people don't go to Bogota. Bogota, in my eyes, uh, Bogota changed my opinion about Colombia because I, I went to Colombia... Uh, twice and and it's like yeah like I, I not twice i checked out a few cities in colombia and i didn't like any of these cities but then i went to bogota and bogota seemed to be really really amazing for day game i saw very different girls from medellin in medellin you kind of have more that that big booties big tits uh, type of thing um, whereas bogota was more laid back you had very chill girls there a lot of them spoke English. I'd say English level in Bogota was was better than Medellin, maybe. Uh, so I loved it, but the thing with Medellin, with Bogota is, I still think you should speak Spanish if you if you go to Bogota. You're gonna get much better results. The problem with Bogota is. Um, the altitude, so it's so high in the mountains that you might have some altitude sickness. For example, I was uh, short of breath when I was just walking just day gaming walking on the street or even when I was talking on the phone I was just short of breath all the time so you it might take some time to get used to, to the altitude but if you don't have any problems with that then I think Bogota is actually easier than Medellin just because it's not a popular destination for guys uh, the weather there sucks though <laughs> it's sort of like a cold spring all the time it's it's fairly rainy. It's not the typical Latin American weather. So yes, it's great for day game and girls, but it's not as great for, for the weather. Um, and okay, th this is about uh, Medellin and Bogota and Playa del Carmen. Um, and, and I don't want to talk about Brazil because Brazil isn't really a typical first place where guys go on day game trips. And I haven't been to Brazil yet, but from what I've heard, uh, Brazil does have a more serious language barrier problem. People speak less English there than in places like Medellin and Bogota. And if you decide to be a complete nutcase, complete hardcore, you're going to say, fuck this, St. Robert said Argentina has the hottest chicks in Latin America. I'm not saying that's the true, but like they're really, really, really hot. 
Uh, and if you decide to go to a place like Buenos Aires, for example, uh, Buenos Aires is gonna be really hard when it comes to day game. <laughs> Uh, but but again, hotness is, is next level, but is it worth for your first day game trip? I really don't think it's a good idea. I think for your first day game trip, you if it's a solo trip, if you're not going there to get coaching, I think there are better places. Just go to Playa del Carmen, go to Medellin, go to Bogota. Uh, yeah. Um, but in general, unless you're going to places that are known to be hard in Latin America, they are going to be way easier than Eastern Europe. And now, okay, let's talk about Eastern Europe. And, and we're going to talk again about like, the Prague, Poland, Hungary, Baltics. Prague, in my opinion, is the easiest city for day game trips just because of all the amounts of tourists. There is a reason why, why Prague is so ridiculously popular. There is a reason why I don't go to Prague on, on, on my day game trips, or why, why I don't really go for, to, to Prague to coach anyone unless they specifically request it. It's just there are day gamers everywhere in Prague just because it's such a great city for day game. Even though it's overgamed, I still always suggest guys that I coach, I say, hey, go to Prague. It's a great place to train, to practice your day game skills just because there's unlimited traffic with all the tourists if you go there during the right season. Okay, let's talk about Poland. Uh, Poland is, the, the one problem with Poland is Poland is not really the first date lay country. So if you go to Krakow, a student city, uh, go there during the right season. Yeah, because if you go there during the summer, I don't think it's as good. I haven't been there during the summer, so, but, but, and if, if you're going there, I would say join our group chat and, and ask in our group chat uh, about any place you're going to, hey, how is this place at this month or this month? And and because we have around 300 day gamers from all over the world, and a lot of them travel, so a lot of them have experience, and they'll be able to give you some information on the travel destinations. Uh, and if you want to join the group chat, uh, just go to my website, uh, saintrobert.blog, sign up for the mailing list, and you'll get an invitation link in the welcome email. So super easy. Okay, Poland easiness. Not as easy, uh, just because it's not a first date country. But again, it's it's a it's a must do place. It's a it's a must see place as a day game trip, just because there's a lot of girls. They're very cute. Uh, I think I think it's a great place that you should check out. Uh, again, not the easiest, but uh, easy compared to I don't know Hungary. So. When it comes to Hungary, yes, Hungary has very, very hot girls, but it is not an easy day game city. Uh, I think it's for a big part because um, it is a popular destination for boot camps. There are so many boot camps being run in, in, in Budapest, Hungary, that uh, girls just have seen way, way too much day game there. And, and you can kind of see when you're opening a girl and she's been opened like 20 times before, you can see that reaction. And, and I, I got a lot of those reactions in Budapest, Hungary. That being said, I coached Mario there and, and he did really great. He, he had a few lays while I was coaching him there. I am going there soon again to coach a student, actually. We were going to go to Macedonia in, 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 in the Balkans, but we decided to change the location and we we're going to, to Budapest, Hungary instead for, for a bit more than a week. Me and Mr. T and, and, and uh, Wolf is going to be there and, and Mario is going to be there. We're going like a... A bunch of guys and taking one student there and just going to have fun there. Uh, 
So super hot girls, definitely not easy. Even if you go out on dates, it's it's not as easy to get laid on those dates. And, and your game on the street has to be really tight. Because when I went there, in the beginning, they wouldn't stop. Then they would leave after right after the compliment. Then they would leave you know, right after when I start storytelling. They just wouldn't give a fuck. But uh, I adjusted my game there. I started doing much stronger st stops, much tighter game, especially in the beginning of a set until I reached the hook point. And, and when I started doing that, yes, uh, I was starting to get, not numbers, I was starting to get their Facebooks because Facebook is what everyone uses in Hungary to, 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 like instead of WhatsApp, they use Facebook. But the more I improved my sets, the more numbers I started getting. But then again, getting those numbers out on dates was, was pretty damn hard. Uh, so Budapest, it's definitely worth visiting for the hotness, but don't expect to, to it to be easy. But I think it's a great place. Like once you've been to places like Prague and Warsaw or Krakow, and you want to see a place with really hot girls that's a little bit harder to get that feeling, how is it today game in a harder city? I think Budapest is a place to go to at that uh, moment. Okay, let's talk about Baltics uh, and I'll speak about Latvia because, well, I've spent most of my time in Latvia. I do have day gamer friends in Lithuania and Estonia, but I'm, I don't think I'm qualified to talk about that. Uh, but So, first of all, I think girls in Latvia are hotter than girls in Czech Republics and in Poland. They are fairly easy to stop and open, but it's not that easy to go from opening to dates if your game is weak. Uh, in my opinion, Riga is a really good place to get coaching at, uh, but I don't think it's that good for a solo trip because you have less traffic so walking around and, and, and being super picky about girls and having crazy AA where you like let 10 girls go and then you finally gather courage to open someone yes you can do that in Prague and you can do that in Poland or Budapest but you can't do that in Riga in Riga if you see a girl you gotta go open because uh, unless it's a day with really good weather and it's the right season you know where to be there you are at the right spots at the right time it's gonna be pretty hard if you have crazy AA and can't get in enough volume. So you also need tighter game and I would say in Riga you need to know the right places to be at the right time. So a lot of day gamers are day gaming in the wrong places in Riga when they go on day game trips there. So because of this reason I think if you are going on a solo trip then uh, Czech Republic, Poland, Hungary are great, and, and Riga, I would say, is better. Like, save Riga for when you're getting day game coaching, honestly. That's that's kind of what I think. Uh, Hotness-wise, it, it is better than, than Czech Republic's and, and, and Poland. and Well, not, not better than Budapest, no. But, but it's definitely an amazing location uh, if you have a decent game or if, you're, uh, if you are getting coaching there. Uh, okay, and next, let's talk about the language barrier. And here let's start with Eastern Europe. And in my experience, Eastern Europe has better English than non-English speaking places in the Western Europe. So very often you'll find more English speakers in, let's say, Latvia than you would find in some cities in Germany, which is kind of surprising. But okay, Germany being such a big country or, or Spain, you can you, you don't really need to know many 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 languages uh, if you're not traveling that much and or you don't need to be that fluent in those languages. Uh, 
Uh, I would say Baltics, so Latvia, Estonia, Lithuania have very good level of English. Almost everyone speaks English with some exceptions. Prague in Czech Republic also has fairly good level of English. You're not going to have any problems day gaming there. Hungary is good enough, although worse than, worse than other places on the list. I'd say Krakow in Poland, out of all these places, has the lowest level of English of all the places I've been to, but it's still better than most places in Latin America, and it's 100% day gameable in English. And well, in Latin America, it depends on where you go. If you are going to a touristic place like Playa del Carmen or Medellin, enough people will speak uh, English as long as you're staying in the touristic uh, areas of the city. And even if they don't, you just open, they don't speak English, look for the next one. Enough people will speak English to day game there. Um, surprising, surprisingly enough, by the way, Bogota had incredible level of English. Most people spoke English there and, and very, very good English, which is not typical for most places I've been to in Latin America. Uh, most other places I've been to had fairly low level of English. And if you're talking Buenos Aires, again, for the crazy motherfuckers who decide to go that far on their own, uh, yes, you can day game in English in Buenos Aires, but it's super hard to do anything else there in English, like uh, ordering anything in a restaurant, in a bar. Uh, people working in those places have a fairly low level of English. Also, taxi drivers almost never spoke English, so... While you can day game, your everyday activities will be very, very limited uh, when it comes to day gaming in, uh, to, to living in English in Buenos Aires. Okay, next let's talk about prices. And surprise, surprise, Eastern Europe, when it comes to Airbnbs, is cheaper than many places in Latin America, which is totally opposite of what I would have expected. Uh, I would say now with travel picking back up tourism picking back up after after covid and with with many people moving from ukraine to other places in eastern europe uh, yes the airbnb prices have gone up up a lot and i would say you will still pay around 50 euro a day even in places like like riga but if you are kind of willing to stay a little bit further away from the city center or maybe you're staying for a month you can definitely get a little bit better price but but still you'll probably pay around 50 euro or 50 bucks it's it's almost the same uh, per day in latin america if it's a popular tourist destination let's say it's playa del carmen or it's medellin or even bogota then Finding something for 50 euros a day is not gonna be as easy. You'll still find options, but, but 50, 50 euro a day will be like the minimum threshold and then it, it gets more expensive, which for me was, was very, very surprising. Uh, and I'm talking here about Medellin, Playa del Carmen. Well, Mexico City is maybe a little bit better, but, but, but still those places are gonna be pretty pricey when it comes to, when it comes to getting an Airbnb. And everyday stuff uh, like going out for some food and taxis and stuff like that is going to be much much cheaper in Latin America than it's going to be in Eastern Europe uh, but still very very doable if you are from US and living in a city like New York or, or LA or I don't know Miami or actually most places in US Eastern Europe is still going to be very cheap compared to where you're from and let's talk about safety and let's start with Eastern Europe because this is going to be very short 
Eastern Europe, if you're staying in the right parts of the city, or or rather, I would say, if you're not staying in completely stupid parts of city, because it's 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 fucking safe. It's I would say most places in Eastern Europe are safer than Paris, London, Barcelona, and most other places in the Western Europe. Because uh, in, in places like Barcelona, you have so many pickpockets and other crime. It's just you have to kind of pay attention to your surroundings. Whereas uh, Eastern Europe is much much safer. Well, when it comes to Latin America, that is not the case. Um, in Latin America, if you are behaving like a tourist, it is dangerous. You have to know, you must know the basic safety rules. So, I'm not going to go too deep into this, because for your first day game trip, you probably don't need it, but and you can Google about it, but... Let's just quickly run over the most basic uh, rules for for safety in Latin America. Uh, Number one, don't be a moron, don't use your phone on the street. Your phone has to be in your pocket. If you have to use a phone, go into a store, go into a restaurant, something, pull out your phone, do what you gotta do, check where you have to go or whatever else. Put it back in your pocket and then go outside. Don't use your phone on the street in Latin America. Maybe like Tulum during the day is is an exception if you are in a safe part of town, but but in general it's very very not a, it's not a smart idea to use your phone on the street in Latin America. If you have your fucking fancy AirPod Pros or whatever, don't use them because again, it just shows that you have headphones that cost 200 bucks and you probably have a iPhone whatever, yeah, and you're just a you're just waving a flag. I have stuff. If you if you need money, you can take it from me. I have stuff. So and people who are looking for the type of stuff, they they will rob you. So don't be stupid like that in Latin America. Uh, do not walk around at night after dark, uh, except maybe on the most touristic streets. Uh, but even there, even that is sketchy. You have to always pay attention to your surroundings in Latin America. You can't be walking down the street and, and listening to music. It's just not a good idea to, to listen to music while you're walking down the street there, especially after dark. Uh, also, whatever you have on you when you leave the apartment, be ready to lose that. Because if you get robbed, then you have cash, you have your hot cards, your phone, your headphones, like all of that is going away. So make sure that you're not carrying anything that, that you're not ready to lose. So... Uh, I would say don't carry around any cards. You you don't really need them. Uh, I would when I when I used to live in Mexico, I would carry around uh, around 40, 50 euro in in obviously in the local currency uh, and my phone, and and that's it. I didn't have an ID on me. I didn't have any of my cards on me because there are so many stories of. Uh, oh, actually, yeah, if you're going to Playa del Carmen, Mexico, for example, I don't know what's the thing now, but when I was living there, by the end of the tourism season, what happened was police started robbing people. It was extremely common, and if you were coming home after dark and you saw a police car, the best idea was to hide, because if they see you, they're going to search you, whatever you have on you is, well, they're going to take it. I don't know what's the, what's the thing with this uh, there now, but, but back then it was very dangerous. Just, like, police was more dangerous than the criminals in, in, in Mexico and Playa del Carmen at that time. Maybe things have changed right now, I don't know. Uh, but don't carry anything around that you're not willing to lose. 
at the same time have something on you. If you are out on the street and you don't have any money on you and, and someone tries to rob you and you really don't have anything to give them, that is that is not a good idea. It's, it's better to have 50 bucks in your pocket that you can give to someone robbing you. They will be happy about 50 bucks they get. You will not cry for losing them. Uh, if you don't have anything, it's actually much more dangerous because, you know, then they, they can get pretty pissed off. Uh, okay, what else? Uh, do your research about the location. Uh, find out which are the safest parts, which are not the safest parts. And if in Latin America you can save a little bit of money staying slightly off the main touristic area, then never save money on, on accommodation in Latin America just to stay a few streets further away and it's going to be a little bit cheaper. That is not a good idea. I was staying in a place, uh, I was I rented a place in, uh, I went to a small city in Colombia uh, and I was staying in a place two blocks away from the most, for, for, from the from like a very safe area with all the restaurants, all the big stores and shopping malls where all the people would go out. It was a pretty safe area. I was staying two blocks from there. At the same time, I was staying two blocks away from the only neighborhood where they sell heroin on the streets. And, and I actually went for a walk in that neighborhood during the day, kind of like the, 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 the safest part of the neighborhood. And I saw those little like uh, plastic baggies laying on the street that people sell drugs in. Uh, so don't save money. Don't, don't stay like a few streets away from the, from the main streets, from the, from the safest streets, just to save a little bit of money. It's just, it's, it's not a good idea. It's, it's not worth it. It's just a little bit too dangerous. And you have to understand that, that the, the, the value of someone's life in Latin America is, is much lower. Yeah. If, if someone wants to argue with do, with you in Latvia or, or like Poland or, or any other place in Eastern Europe, they want to pick a fight with you, just walk off. You can, of course, if you want to get in a fight, get like, don't get in fights, but people are not going to kill you there. Latin America is very different. People are going to kill you there. And I, I've, I have so many friends who have been robbed at gunpoint in Latin America. One friend of mine was robbed with an AK-47 in his fucking face. So really do your research, find out where to stay, find out which are the safest areas, which are the most dangerous areas. Uh, and, and these myths about Latin America being so dangerous, they are in a way true. If you are a stupid tourist who is behaving like a tourist, walking around solo after dark, by the way, another tip, don't walk all around solo after dark. If you're walking around after dark, walk with someone. So if it's if, if you're if you're two people, then it's much safer than, than, than if you're solo. Uh, even if you're a big dude, because again, no one cares how big you are if that other guy pulls out a knife, a gun, or, or whatever. And, and it's, again, fairly typical in Latin America. So if you are behaving like a dumb tourist, walking around drunk or high after dark, you are just waving a big flag. I'm a stupid tourist. You can rob me if you want. Uh, so, so basically, follow these safety rules and, and you should be fine. If you're not doing dumb stuff, if you are being reasonable, if, if you are staying in safe areas, if you're not walking around drunk after dark, it's, it's relatively okay. If you know, if you understand that whenever someone is robbing you, give them whatever you have and, 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 and chill out, don't cry about the money. If you understand all of these things, then Latin America isn't that crazy, at least the cities we're talking about. And, and you'll be probably fine and you will return home safe and alive. Just just don't be stupid and enjoy your day game trips. It's, it's, it, it is 
as dangerous as people say if you behave like a stupid tourist, but it's much safer than, than, than people assume if you are being smart about it. So where should you go on a day game trip? Well, I would say if you wanna hop on a plane, just go to an interesting destination, uh, day game hot chicks, go to some bars, have some fun, see some very beautiful cities, I would say go to Eastern Europe. Uh, and if you are willing to do a bit more research, if you are okay with being in a bit more dangerous places, you, you know how to behave there, uh, you're, you're basically willing to do the homework and like Buddhists, then well, Latin America is the place to go. And if you've been to some interesting locations on your day game trips uh, that I didn't mention in, in this video as, as one of your first day game trips, then mention those places in the comments. I would be curious to learn about them and I assume many people watching this video would also like to know about other places they could consider for a day game trip. I've done uh, day game guides for multiple cities. I've showed the streets of Bogota and Medellin, and I think I've done one on, Mex on, on Playa del Carmen as well, and on Mexico City. So you can find all of those on my YouTube channel. If you decide that when you go on a day game trip, you also want to take your day game on a next level and get some infield coaching, then click a link in the description. I still have a few coaching spots left available this summer. Uh, that's it for this podcast. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. You know the drill. Subscribe, like, all of that stuff. Thanks for being with me here and see you on the next podcast. Ciao.